following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Good Money Moves again. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. So we talked about financial stability last week and what your financial picture looks like once you've achieved it. What are we going to talk about today? Sure. So since this was really the first week most kids in the area are back to school, I thought we could focus our discussion about some important money skills that you can teach your kids. Oh, great. Um, And of course, share a couple tips along the way of how to teach these skills to your kids. I imagine that the younger you start with this, the better off it's going to go. Yes. So obviously a great topic and I wish I had spent more time with my kids working on this, but that boat's already sailed. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't really talked too much about financial literacy when it comes to children. What is, uh, why is financial literacy so important for the kids? Sure. So that's a good question. Um, So if you kind of think back to some of our past episodes and all of the different statistics that we've, you know, shared over the last 60 episodes, right? So 40% of people said that they couldn't save because they had too many expenses or their job wasn't good enough for them to start saving or maybe they were too worried about paying off debt to start saving money, right? And then we think about the statistic, nearly 37% of Americans would have to borrow in some capacity if an unexpected bill came. Um, Usually that alternative means of borrowing comes from a credit card. A high interest credit card. High interest, yeah. Um, Another, you know, 43% of American families spend more than they earn throughout the year, you know, with 80% owing money on some form of debt or another, right? And then we've talked about, too, in the past that one in 10 Americans have had to use payday loans to cover gaps in their in their funds month to month, right? 10%. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Right? And then you think about the average credit card debt per household is sits around $16,000, you know? Um, And we talked back um, a couple of weeks ago, 68% of couples hold negative attitudes about even just talking about money together. Well, it makes sense if you look at all the statistics you just reeled off. Right, right. I mean, and this is just a handful that I grabbed from our past episodes. There was so many more out there, right? Um, But essentially what all of this data is telling us is that there's so many people that genuinely lack basic money management skills well into adulthood and it affects them negatively year after year, right? But if you can teach your kids basic financial literacy when they're young, um, you're really giving them a skill set that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. Research has shown over and over again that teaching children to be financially literate before they enter college or join the workforce is essential to helping them achieve financial security and success. I, I think that's a given. I was amazed that when my kids went through the high school years, that there is an elective course, I think it's called household budget or something like that, 
Yeah. And uh, I thought, goodness, this should be a required class. Yeah, you know, really the basics of balancing a checkbook and yeah. knowing how much is in your, you know, bank account and what these things that we've been talking about, you know, what's APR and how are interest rates calculated and what is mm-hmm. compounding interest. Yeah. So I guess where do we start? I imagine we're going to try to start young, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Teaching kids about money starts as early as preschool, actually, and then it continues and builds on itself throughout high school and into early college years, even when they first get out on their own. Don't just assume they know how to manage a budget because they started college. You still have to talk to them at that point. Yes, you do. Trust me. monitor it. <laughs> so, I mean, when we're, so we're talking preschool. That's about age two to four right in there. Okay. So you can start with some very basic, you know, basic information about money, right? So understanding the differences between pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, kind of helping them sort and count coins. Um, make it a game, just, I imagine. Yeah, make it a game. And there's all kinds of, you just have to Google, you know, money games for preschools and you'll come up with pages and pages of information about how to do that. There's, there's plenty of ideas out there, um, but you got to start young. So, I mean, really, you, you know, you can also kind of turn this concept of purchasing items with money into a game with things like playing pretend store, um, or even in re- and then in real life, letting kids hand a cashier the money or let them swipe your debit card and let them see you spending money and looking at money and thinking about you know comparing costs, things like that. Just talk about it openly and just to get their brains thinking about it a little bit. And kids are really smart and they'll ask questions when they when they don't understand something. So you know, it's just kind of what worked the When my kids were little, and we didn't do it as often as we should have, but they did do it, the lemonade stand. Yeah. They wanted to buy something at the store. So we said, well, you find a way to make some money. A little yeah. entrepreneurism, and you know, it didn't always work, but at least they understood that their time doing this really boring thing <laughs> <laughs> allowed them to go buy this one toy or whatever it was. Yeah, and that's a that's really actually um, a, a great activity um, for kids that are kind of in those early elementary, a little bit older ages, so like five to nine, when they're okay. really ready to start learning about money management. Right, they've got the basics of they know what money is and they kind of know how it works. Now you're kind of starting to build on that and introduce and kind of teach them by either giving them an allowance, maybe opening them an account at the credit union for themselves, and really kind of start introducing that concept of even dividing their money into buckets between spending and saving. So that money that they made on that lemonade stand help them understand that you. You shouldn't spend every last dime of right. it. You got to start saving too. So that's the age group where you want to start introducing that idea that don't spend everything you have. Don't let it burn a hole in your pocket just because the ice cream truck went by. Five to nine. Yeah, and the, I mean those are general ages to give you kind of an idea when well, you'll be ready to ma- handle some of these concepts. But so when you say open just a basic savings account. Yeah, yeah. Just so they can kind of, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about this more later in the show too, but having that ownership over the account of some kind just helps empower them and makes them feel like this really is my money. Yes. And 
and it gives them a different mindset about it than if it was just money you handed them out of your wallet all of the time for no reason, right? Okay, so they understand that we're going to save some of the money. Mm-hmm. Some of it's for spending on things you want, but you're going to save some of this. What happens when they're a little bit older? Sure. So then, you know, we kind of look at those preteen years of the ages about 10 to 12, where you can start introducing the idea of setting like short-term goals, right? So now they understand better about earning money and saving it and spending it wisely. So now let's start, get them thinking long, uh, long-term and terms of kids long term, right? Which is really just short term. (laughs) But, you know, if they want a new video game or a bike, you know, teach them to, those are a little bit higher dollar value things that they're probably going to have to spend a little bit of time saving up money for in order to afford those things. So really help them set a goal for savings um, and, and purchasing that item using that smart goal setting model, right? So we've talked about that in the past in episode 25. With Michelle. Yeah, yeah. So the goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So if you just help them start understanding that's how you set goals and help them um, figure out ways to work towards those goals. Yep. You have this bike you want to buy and you have this much earnings. You have to wait this long to save up that money for that bike. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know... once they kind of get that system down where they have a better understanding of kind of short-term, long-term planning, I call it long-term planning, but it's short-term planning (laughs) for kids. But, you know, they they have to start thinking in longer terms than immediate. Um, So once they kind of approach those early teen years, about 13 to 15, you can consider giving them their own debit card to access the money that's in their account, right? so they should be able to show you though that they can spend and save responsibly first Um, and if they can't do that then they're probably not quite ready for their own debit card right because they don't the last thing you need is for them to be racking up (laughs) overcharges on their account or something um but really this is just kind of a great age to be encouraging them to begin earning extra money even outside of their allowance right and you talked about the lemonade stand earlier but for older kids who have a little bit more mobility and ability to leave the house without adult supervision all the time you know mowing lawns for neighbors starting up a paper route that's my first job at 13 i had a paper route for several years you know start babysitting for you know, friends and family to earn some extra money. And this really, really introduces that concept of working means income. And that money doesn't just get given to them. And there's a lot of different ways you can go about instilling that, you know, looking at allowances for chores, things like that, which we're going to talk about later in the show as well. Okay. But yeah, right. We, we, a bunch of friends of mine, uh, we did a car detailing business kind of when we were 14. We would yeah. go and take care of the wash, the wax, the whole works and get paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and and it's a great way too to just kind of get to know your neighbors a little better, you yeah. know. Um, so then we kind of approach that the sixteen to eighteen range, the older teen, young adult age. Um, this is where you can start talking about those long-term savings goals that are going to be really important, you know, especially when they get that first job is right around in this this age. Um, so by the time you're kid heads off to college, they should have a really solid concept of how money works. Um, And then 
kind of during high school, you can begin teaching them uh, things about loans, credit cards, because as they approach college, they're going to start getting offers for things like credit cards. They're going to possibly need to take out a loan for a car once they go out to college so that they have a way to get around. Um, you want to make sure that they have a really solid understanding of that stuff before they leave the house. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah, you, the last thing you want is them taking out credit card, every credit card offer that's mailed to them. Yeah, and just the cost of maintaining the things you own and budgeting exactly. for it and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we have to take well, a break already. Oh, my goodness. You mentioned <laughs> allowances. So when we come yeah. back, we'll talk about allowances on good money moves. As we continue here on News Talk 1340, Carol C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, K-R-O-C A.M. and 96.9 FM. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her... Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, K-R-O-C A.M. and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Good Money Moves continues. Continues on News Talk 1340, Carol C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking financial literacy for kids. And you mentioned allowances when we were going through some of the things you can do uh, to help your kids um, learn about money and how to manage money. So I guess what should a parent think about before they start uh, actually giving out an allowance? Sure. So, yeah, an allowance, just to put this out there, is not required to teach your kids good money management. Like, if you don't want to, if you don't agree with giving an allowance, you do not have to do that, and your kids will probably be just fine. I never received an allowance as a kid. Um, but now, I, as a parent myself, I've, you know, I give my 15 year old a monthly allowance in the form of paying for his cell phone bill in exchange for regular chores sure. around the house. So, then there's a lot of different ways to go about it. But, um, if you do choose to give your kids an allowance, there are definitely some things to consider first, right? So consider their age, right? If your child is starting to like ask about the cost of things, um, then they're, they might be ready to start getting an allowance, right? Because they have an understanding of money that kind of shows you they have a concept of money yep. and what it means to have money. So, but you want to make sure that they have an understanding of that saving versus spending. Um, you don't want to just give out an allowance um, without expectations around it. And so they have to have that understanding of saving versus spending first, right? So really this level of kind of quote unquote financial literacy for kids typically starts around age six. That's usually when they start having a, a grasp of the difference between saving, spending, and the cost of things. Okay. Um, but again, that doesn't mean you have to start at that age. That's just the age, uh, the youngest I would go with an allowance. Um, so really, you, then you need to really think about the amount that you're willing to give them consistently. So you can start paying them small amounts of money and then increase the amount as they show that they can be responsible for it. Um, and a really great formula to use if you're thinking about doing an allowance and you're not really sure, well, what's a reasonable amount to give? Um, so kind of the, the rule of thumb, so to speak, is four times their age per month. So if you're if you started at six years old, they would get twenty four dollars a month. Um, okay, so that actually takes a lot of the thought right out of it right there. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And again that's, that's just if you think them. yeah, if you think that's too much, 
by all means, give them five bucks a yep. month. It doesn't really matter in the long run. It's whatever you're, um, well, really it comes down to what you can be consistent with okay. when you're paying them because it's really not going to teach them responsibility if you yourself can't be consistent with it as a parent. So if you promise them if they do X you're and you're going to give them $10 a month for doing X, you better be giving them the $10 a month if yeah. you're doing X. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to teach them a bad lesson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so there, there's a, a level of responsibility that comes with this as a parent as well that has to be taken into consideration, right? Um, so, But one other thing you do want to think about um, is the cost of the things that your kid is most likely going to want to spend their allowance money on. Right, so young kids typically want smaller things like a new toy or candy, um, ice cream from the ice cream truck, you know, so you can get away with a smaller allowance with smaller kids. But as kids get older, you know, their wants tend to get more expensive clothes, you know, outings with friends, vehicles, video games, yeah. Um, So make sure that the amount you're willing to give and able to give is actually going to help them reach whatever goals you set up for them. Okay. Because otherwise it's just going to become like, well, why am I even bothering to do X, Y, or Z for mom and dad? All I get is five bucks. That's not helping me get anywhere. You know, they're kind of get, can, okay. this mentality can come into that play. Makes but perfect sense. Yeah. Um, so if you do choose to give an allowance, Again, it's going to be really important to set those expectations first about how much they'll receive, what they need to do to receive it, such as chores, and then when. Is it going to be weekly, monthly, and how? Is it going to be cash? Is it going to be deposited into an account they have? Or is it going to be something like, I'm going to pay your cell phone bill, or I'm going to allow you to drive the car, that kind of thing. Um, Okay. That they'll receive it to set those in place first. Think about this before you dive in. So what are some of the other ways parents can help instill that solid foundation of financial literacy besides allowances? Sure, yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to teach kids um, important money lessons. So, I mean, you can opt for the good old-fashioned piggy bank and throw your loose change in there when you get habit, Um, especially for young kids who are still really starting to understand the concept of money. This is a really fun way for them to start like visually seeing their savings pile up. It can be really powerful for kids to see that. there are all kinds of apps out there that you can use with your kids. Um, Saving Spree is a, is a really popular one that uses like mini games to show kids how dis- how to make decisions about money and how their those decisions are going to affect their money the next day. Um, there's an app called uh, Member Junior. I, again, it uses a series of mini games to teach financial literacy. And then there's ones, I think there's one called Bankaroo, Starbucks Adventure. Anyway, there's all kinds of them out there. Um, some of them are obviously going to be better than others. So make sure you just review them for yourself first and make sure that it fits with what you're trying to teach your kids as well about money. Yeah. Um, but I mentioned this one earlier, um, but I think it is a really important one to, to remember is let them help you do comparison shopping, whether you're at the grocery store or you're buying something online, show them how to do that. Talk about the cost of things and why one item might be more expensive than another. You know, why do eggs cost this much when cake is this much? And, you know, talk about those different things. Um, if you do give them an allowance, um, you could really actually take it a step further um, and implement a family tax. I love this idea. <laughs> so this this idea is where you take, um, so if you, especially if you have multiple kids that you're giving an allowance to, right? So you take a small portion of their allowance and you put it into a shared savings pot for the family. And then 
you use that money at the end of the month or however frequently you want um, for family entertainment, like a pizza night or movie night, something that they can feel like they've contributed to doing this thing, um, but they also have to give up a portion of their money in order to make it happen. So it's, I think that also is a good skill to teach. Um, and I mentioned this one before as well, but you can set up a, a store, a play store with your kids to play with money. My, this is one of my daughter's favorite, favorite games to do. Um, and we even have like little fake felt money that she uses and we just pretend to buy her toys and we talk about money and we have her count out the money and we sort it. And we, I mean, it's just a great way to get them used to the concept and when, especially when they're smaller. Um, you can have hold savings contests with siblings or neighbors to see who can save the most in a you know a set period of time and have a, a fun prize at the end. We've talked about doing lemonade stands. Um, you can host a garage sale so that they can really see how spending and earning happen in action um, simultaneously even. So that, of course, books read books about money skills with your kids. And there are tons and tons of them out there. I know that the Rochester Public Library has um, all of these books that I'm about to list off. So it's Bunny Money, Lemonade in Winter, and Slugger's Car Wash. And there's tons, tons okay. more out there. Um, but most importantly, set the example, right? Show kids how to budget. Show them that you are spending money smart, right? Don't frivolously throw away your money. Make sure that you're making good money moves with your money and your kids will watch you do that and see you doing that and that it set the example, so, right? Yeah, and be consistent more. about talking with them about money, finances, budgeting. There's, You will be surprised how much kids can learn about oh, this stuff. Oh, yes. That's, They're smart. <laughs> well, we're talking about financial literacy for kids. And we're going to continue with more of that topic on Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, Carol C. AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We've got your daily fix of Sean Hannity and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Jenna Talbel from First Alliance Credit Union with us this morning. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We've been talking about financial literacy for the kids. And uh, I guess, Jenna, if we boil down all the topics that we've covered today, what would you say are the most important you know, concepts that parents should try to instill in their children? Sure. So that's a great question. So I would really boil it down to three things. One, money doesn't grow on <laughs> trees, right? Kids need to understand that money is finite. And once it's gone, it's gone. There is not a tiny little printing press inside ATMs that spit out cash whenever you ask it to. Um, kids really need to understand that if you want to get more money, you'll have to work to earn it. Um, so number two, I would say is how to make good money moves in the first place. So it's important to explain to your kids that if they work hard for their money, then they should make sure that they're spending it wisely and making good choices with those limited funds, right? Perfectly. Don't let them be frivolous with yeah. it. And that really kind of comes down to the next concept, which is 
differentiating between wants and needs, right? So this concept can be kind of difficult to teach kids sometimes, right? Because all of their needs, food, clothes, shelter, they're only met by you, their, their mom and dad, right? So, but you can still begin kind of talking about this concept with them during everyday life, right? So we need food, but there's a difference between bread, milk, and eggs versus cake and ice cream. Right. So really instilling that understanding of need versus want and how you get to be able to buy those wants is through hard work and making good choices with your money. So Once again, um, the general theme through all of this is um, discipline. Yes. To be able to have a plan and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, have a plan, too. I mean, the, if the kid wants to buy the video game, you come up with a plan to buy it. Yeah. Which would be saved for it, right? Yep. 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 Earn it and save it. There you go. So, once again, Jenna brought, you brought us some excellent information. Where can I go? <laughs> I already know the answer. Where, <laughs> where can I go to learn more about this uh, the entire topic of teaching my kids about money and how to handle money and be successful when they do become adults? Yes. So, of course, <laughs> visit firstalliancecu.com. Um, we've got a ton of blog content out there for parents who are looking for ways to teach their kids financial literacy, why you need to teach it, important concepts to teach. Um, it covers a whole gamut of things. I could not fit all of the information into this podcast. We have so much. So um, I, I would also highly recommend opening a youth account, um, preferably at First Alliance for your kids. Um, I, I said this before, but I really do think it's important, and I don't think enough people understand how how much ownership kids feel when they're they have their own account somewhere and they get that statement every month and see that money growing and see how compound interest works. They don't get that feeling. Piggy banks are good and they're fun, but they're not the same. So I really encourage people to open accounts for their kids and and talk about it with them and bring them into the financial institution so they start feeling comfortable there. Um, Anyway, I digress. You can learn more about our youth accounts on our website, firstlinecu.com, if you're interested in such a thing. Well, I I had a bank account set up for me when I was really young, and we did it for our kids as well. And you're right. It's... I, I always thought that was just a given. You just did that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's not a given. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jenna, Jenna, but it Andy. should be now that you listen to this podcast. Now you're going to do it, right? <laughs> Two votes out there. You should do it. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, go to the website, and you can go speak in person too to a representative from First Alliance Credit Union if yes. you want more information about how to open up the account. What's required? What five bucks, right, to open the account? Yep. That's it. That's it. Easy. Okay. Well, thank you again, Jenna. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Until next week, we'll cover another topic on financial literacy and making good money moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 